What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. And well, as always, bringing you great guests from all over. So sit back, relax, and tune in. My next guest is a singer, actress, model, and activist. Please welcome Sequoia Blue. Sequoia, welcome to the show. Woo, glad to be here. Thanks for having me on because I'm definitely label free. I love it. I know. Shouldn't we all aspire to be label free? You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like this this world, we're so caught up in putting labels on everything, you know, from a social place, from, you know, all these different areas. And it's just really creating a lot of separation and division amongst people. Whereas I think if we live without those labels, we'd have more unity than ever. You know what I mean? Yeah, I totally agree. Because at the end of the day, it's like people feel like two things got to be can't be true at the same time. There could be several things true at the same time. And I had to learn that because in my 20s, I was just like, oh, I just can be a singer. That's it. But then when I realized that you can do more things than just being a singer, you could be a singer and a tech, a technician, a technologist, you can be a singer and an author. I mean, there's different things you can do. So I think that's my, that's what I'm trying to help spread the word about. Yeah. Get rid of those limiting beliefs. So I've always been an artist. I all, well, you know what? I've always been an artist. I started singing and acting at 12 years old and that's all I knew I could do. I wasn't that good at school like that. I was just like. I just wasn't a school person. Now, when I went to a Woodside School of Performing Arts, I started to like school a little bit more because then I was able to kind of hone in on my music and learn. I guess I got mature and learned more about the business in, in high school. And yeah. I just was like, okay, I'm going to do music forever. I'm not going to do nothing else because I thought I couldn't do nothing else. I didn't know. And um, when I started pursuing my music dreams and stuff, it was like so many things that was going on in the industry I didn't agree on in my early 20s and stuff. And I was like, oh, wait. I wasn't an idiot, you know, I, I knew how to understand and comprehend things, you know, I'd be like, you know, I'm not a lawyer, but this contract don't seem right. So there are certain things like I didn't need, yeah, I was like, no, nah, you're not taking most of my publishing. That's not right. They're like, but you don't have anyone else. Well, I don't, I just got to wait then. I don't know. But also I learned that it's a business first in, in the music game It's business first. Yeah. And once you get the business right, it don't matter. You can you can get anywhere. And, you know, and that's what I'm trying to tell other artists is that you can you can do what you want to do now, especially in the technology age, because when I was coming up in my early 20s, technology was changing. A lot of artists were getting independent like opportunities. They were traveling and they were making over six figures without a record deal and, and having control of your music. And that's important because if they're taking most of your publishing, then you can just be a, a broke, famous person. And that's not what you want. So. Yeah. Well, you're smart. I feel like a lot of artists, you know, and I've had some of these conversations before with other artists on the show that, you know, they you are more was it right brained, you know, so you don't really not have the the balance of having those the business skills and being able to have that talent. They don't those two are kind of opposing ideals with, you know, how we operate within our, our psyche. And so you're lucky that you're able to really kind of hone in on the business side of things for yourself. Yeah, it's like I have that light left and right brain logic. So it's like, and that's when I got into tech, I got in the tech field more because I was like, oh, okay, I'm left and right brain. I can use tech and and put it with music and let them dance. And that's what happened. It started dancing and tech became my record deal. And I think, yeah, because I think a lot of people be like, oh, you're like, you're cheating on music. I had so many people upset with me when I 
when I started getting into tech, but I'm like, uh, tech is going to pay for everything. And I don't have to deal with somebody I don't want to deal with, especially being a woman in the industry and things that I've been through with, with men saying, Hey, yeah, I'm talking about men that can change your life saying, Hey, come over here with these nice, sexy clothes on. And we'll talk about this. And I'm like, that's not what I want to do. I didn't want to come with sexy clothes on. I'm not trying to hit on you. I'm not desperate. I, I just, I mean, at the time I could have came off as desperate because I didn't know I had other skill sets. I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, that time I was like, you know what? I cannot, I'm not going to do this. Cause I didn't have a car at the time. The guy was a big exec. And I think that artists now, I feel like in this time with technology and stuff, you, they don't have to deal with going to some weirdo guy, you know, to put their music out there, you know? And it's just, it's just a lot of the industry, you know, especially being a woman. Yeah. Well, and there's any industry for that matter. Any I think industry. Yeah. Technology's changed things for a lot of um, businesses across the board. So when you talk about tech, what exactly does that mean when you say that you? Well, I got into, see, I didn't even know I was good at, good at tech until it just happened. I was like, you know what? I was 27. I was still do, just doing music, like focused on tunnel vision. I said, I need extra money because I don't like what these these labels were saying. They were trying to turn me into Rihanna. I'm not Rihanna. I'm a unique singer. I, I don't sing like, <laughs> I don't want to sing like somebody I'm not and then be at a job and bored. So when I got into tech at 27, it was a, a, Cis, a network administrator. So I was a, a Cisco network admin. So okay. my money jumped like tremendously at that point. I didn't even know I was getting asserted. I didn't even understand it, you know, completely. I just said, it's free. It's from the government. <laughs> I went in there. I said, let me just try this out. And everybody was like mad at me saying, oh, you're giving up on music. No, I didn't give up. I just want money. I just want to make, I think yeah. two things can be true at the same time. So I started getting into tech and uh, getting jobs in the tech and it was high paying. So then I was able to buy my own studio and I was able to kind of call the shots and do what I want to do without someone telling me in my early 20s, oh, you got to do this. You got to do it this way because this is how it's always been or, yeah. you know, just certain things like that that I didn't want to deal with. And, um, you know, I mean, I kind of didn't even tell you about my boat experience in my early 20s, but I also was a singer on the boat. So at 24, I thought I made it. I said, OK, I'm going to be a singer on the boat. I can tell people I made it right. Yeah, was, I dealt with some crazy things on the boat. I dealt with some racism. I dealt with some things. I said, you know what? I can't be on this boat. You know, they told me my my hair wasn't appropriate for being on the boat. What? And I'm not going to say the name of the company because it was big. Company. No, but I just feel like that's such like a contradiction. If they hired you to be the singer on the boat, why would there be any kind of discrimination? You know what I mean? It, that doesn't make sense to me. It was crazy. And I was like, man, I thought that this was what I wanted. And now I don't want this. I said, I have to get off this boat. And I was on there for just a month. And I was like, my hair was just in braids, you know, normal braids. Because, you know, yeah. it, we were on the boat. We couldn't go get our hair done and do all the things that you normally do. So I said, you know what? I just had to get off. And a director of entertainment said, well, where are you going to go? You're not a normal job type. I said, I'm not, but I can't go here. Yeah. But that's, I can't stay here. So that's when I... That that's when I got to, to that tech uh, program and I started making money that way. And I was able to release music in my own way and enjoy it. And things got better. Yeah. Started coming together. More people started seeing the music. More things started changing because also I just got authentic. I stopped trying to be yeah. this guy's supposed to just be like this singer and start saying like this person because this is what someone's used to. How about we stop giving people what they're used to and make them think outside the box? Yeah, I'm always so that's why I said, let me just do me and then you can get used to me. So and things started changing when I when I got into that mindset and I was like, that's where artists needs to be because it is fruitful because you don't need a Grammy for that. I mean, you can get one because you can get Grammys to, you know, music, you do it to your hundred. But yeah. like 
you can it's rewarding when you're just being yourself and you're putting out the music weekly the the way you want to do it it's it's yeah. you get more re- respect for sure for sure so do you are you still involved in tech now yeah I still do some tech stuff so if anybody needs help books anything uploading books and stuff like that because my thing is i didn't want to be um at a regular tech job for like ever this was like it was like a means to an end and i'm sure. still in tech now i'm still working a tech job I'm an application engineer but I still, uh, my goal eventually is to teach other people tech. Like I'm going to be, I'm going to do tech forever, but I'm not, but I am in love with music, but in arts, anything arts yeah. is number one, but tech kind of took a piece of that love, you know, yeah. and I began to really like tech, you know, I'm like, oh, I really like this, but I like it in my own time doing what I want to do with tech, not so much a job. So that's, that's, that's one thing about the industry. If you have the skill set, you can kind of call the shots on your, on what you want to do. Yes. And now I'm like getting there. I've been in the game in tech for over six years now. So now it's like, okay, I can now do some other things and help others. And that's what I'm going to be doing too, along with my music. Cause when I realized you can do two things at the same time, depending on the person Yeah, and you can do different things and still have a good, still have a good time. Yeah. Well, that's great. So you're an activist. So I want to hear a little bit more about this activist. And we talked about it briefly before we started recording. So you in, introduced a new genre, and this yes. is what you're an activist about. So tell us a little bit about that. So it's called Abstract Soul, and which I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna get cherry marks and frosted trademark. Don't steal it, y'all. Um, Abstract Soul is basically my way of saying that I can mix rock with soul tomorrow. I can go mix folk with soul tomorrow, but I'm not an R&B artist because I'm su- su- supposed to be an army artist. I'm not an R&B artist. I'm yeah. an abstract soul artist, so therefore, you never know what you're going to get from me. So yeah. you might say, oh, I got her in this pigeonhole. I got her here. She's in DRE or she's, I had somebody else tell me I sound like another singer that was out of the box, but I was like, I'm not, you can't, you don't know where you're going to get me because I told you, once I get my own studio, it's over. So a lot of things, they're going to be different. Yeah. And I think that, no, I think artists don't have to box themselves. And that's why I like to type your podcast label free because you don't have to be R&B because they said you have to be yeah. R&B. Yeah. You can be whatever you want to be with music because just like a painter is going to paint that painting the way he wants. He's going right. to go outside the lines. He He's just going to like a Van Gogh or whatever. He's abstract. Yeah. So a singer can be abstract too. I said, why can't we be abstract? And I remember Michael Jackson was talking about this before he passed, like, why can't we do something different? He said that in an old recording. Yeah. And I'm like, I remember seeing it. I was probably 23 at the time. And I said, wow, he's right. But do I have the balls? Now I have the balls. So now I'm telling people now that this is, this is, you can do it. You don't have to follow the rules. So that's why I say abstract soul for someone that has a soulful voice. My, my voice is soulful naturally. I can't deny that. But I don't, I never know what beat I would sing on depending on the energy, the moment. Because music is spiritual to me. Yeah. So it's, it's not, I, I'm a raw singer, you know, I've had some training. Yes. You know, I went to the performing arts high school, but I'm a raw singer. It comes from the soul when I sing everything I do. And it might not always be about me. It might be a story. Somebody told me, but that's how I am. So I said, abstract soul. I'm in, I'm on a mission to get other singers to avoid what I went through in my, tw- like in my twenties. I want them to be open to their art and realize it's truly art. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I feel like this is a way to kind of evolve like the music industry a little bit and to, you know, add that genre because things are so pigeonholed, like you said, country, pop, rock, blues, R&B, you know, I mean, they're jazz. 
So yeah. it's it's great that you are um, being activists. You have other artists that align with what you with this abstract soul genre. <laughs> yeah, I had. Well, actually, you know what? I haven't. I started promoting it maybe like a few months ago, and I did t- speak to some other artists, and they were like, "Huh, maybe I'm that way," you know. And they some artists were older, some were some were younger, didn't know where to place themselves. And yeah. I'm like, I'm curious. You know, I would like if any artists are using that, I would like for them to tell me because sometimes somebody could say that and not tell me they they used it. But sure. but yeah, I do believe that some artists are unbeknownst abstract soul singers and may not even know it. You know, they're just singing out the heart. You know, they're just not famous to show it. But I do think that um, it's going to be a big thing. I think it's going to grow. I would agree. I mean, I kind of like, like how you described it. So I think that that is going to be huge as you make your imprint and on the music industry and, and touch other people, other artists and kind of give them that that flavor or that idea, like abstract soul or whatever. You know, I think that's awesome. Um, yeah. You said a lot of things that you did not want to do as an artist and that you wanted to do things in your own terms. What kind of what would you what would be some good advice for a young artist coming up that is in love with music and kind of doing what you're doing? I would say um Listen to critique. I'm not saying don't listen to what someone else say, because some people really do have some good information. But if it's not fun anymore and it's not authentic to you and you feel like, man, I'm just doing this song just to do it, then you don't need to do the song. Yeah. Because therefore it, it takes away from what you really did. And that's for if you're a Boone Coon artist. Like if you if music is spiritual for you now, if you're just trying to make a quick buck, that's different. But for someone that want to stay true to themselves and, and like what they do, yeah, you have to stand up for yourself with your music and stand by it, you know, yeah. because everybody's not going to like everything. You could be next to whoever famous exec and he could think he's right, but he might not be right. You know? So you have to, you have to stand up for what you truly believe in and don't back down. And people like confidence. Like I remember somebody in the industry said, uh, uh, confidence begets talent when talent doesn't work. And I remember he was telling me that, he told me, he said, confidence begets talent. He said, you got to be confident. And sometimes people go with your confidence, you know, and and you may not have it all together yet, but your confidence is saying, hey, I'm going to do this. This is the way I, I believe in this song. I don't know why I just want to do this. That's what's going to make it fruitful. But if you're just doing stuff just to, to appease someone and then you're not even who you are, then you're going to, you're going to not going to like it anymore. Yeah, no, very true. I, I agree. I think confidence is like a key element in almost anything that you do. So, and a lot of people lack that. And so do you have, I mean, with that being said, do you have advice on how someone could really step into their confidence? I think, I think it's just knowing that no one knows everything. Yeah. And they're all still trying to figure it out themselves. And once you get to that point, everything gets easy. You might get shy, but shy is different from not being confident. You can be shy, but then still talk. So I do think that, if you say no one knows everything and that a lot of things that were invented, no one believed in anyway, but it happened. Yeah. Like no one believed the plane could fly over the world. They were, they didn't believe in those guys. Yeah. So, <laughs> but they did it anyway. Yeah. So therefore you can be a trailblazer and do it anyway, you yeah. know, cause no one has all the answers. <laughs> I love that. So true. So how far away are you from getting your studio? Oh, I already got it. Oh, you now got I don't. Studio. Yeah. It's an at home studio. So I have like, all the setup, I got like three monitors set up because now with tech, you don't have to have the eight track and all that. You know, I came yeah. into the time, I'm millennial. So I came in with things were on Pro Tools and 
all that. So I got the, the whole garage band set up and I got my mic. I got everything going on. Actually, my latest single, Player Hater, I recorded in my own home studio. And that was my first single I recorded it by myself authentically in my own studio. And it's been the most popular song I've as of yet. Like they've been it's been playing on international radio stations, different radio stations. I was like, whoa. And it was just about me being myself. I, I was just yeah. locked in. And I was like, okay, now I got the home studio and now I understand the way I want to go about it. It's been more fruitful since because now I can just work. I can work with other artists too and producers. You know, I can send them tracks. They can help me out because I'm yeah. still getting better at the whole beat making thing. I'm working on that. But, I, but I've, I've also been able to meet some great artists has been able to help me. So congratulations. Yeah, I'm grateful for that. Where can people find you, connect with you, and support you? Definitely. So go to sequoiablue.com. Um, and my music's on there. I got my books. Um, I got everything on there, uh, my my products. So check it out and stream my music. And um, yeah, just if you like it, leave a leave a review. Let me know, you know, because I sometimes like I see I see people streaming stuff and they don't leave. I don't really know who it is. It'd be good to people to tell me what they think. All right. You guys, I'm going to put those links in the show notes. So go check her out. Go download her music. Go support this incredible artist right here and check out what abstract soul is all about. So, so Sequoia, this is the part of the show where I like to ask for last words of wisdom or advice. What would you like to leave with us today? Um, let me see. Well, you know what? I don't know why the first quote that came to my mind was good old Maya Angelou. When you know better, you do better. Yeah, I like that. So on that, on that note, well, that's short and sweet. Thank you for sharing your story. And uh, I love your perspective on the music industry and how you've kind of made your own way and done and have stayed true to yourself. I think that is a, it's a beautiful thing because a lot Thank of people, you. a lot of people sell out and you know it. <laughs> oh man. And then there's somewhere crying in the corner and I don't want, I want peace of mind, not just money. <laughs> well, we can tell you got a beautiful smile. You're radiating incredible energy. So Thank keep you. Keep doing what you're doing, girl. Keep pursuing that dream. Looking forward to watching your star rise and rise and rise. Thank you. Grateful. Thank you for having me on. Grateful. Thank you, everyone, for listening. <laughs> you guys, this is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Please don't forget to subscribe, follow, rate, review, comment, share, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.